0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Is inflation pulling back or blowing up into a worldwide financial disaster? The latest CPI report shows that U.S. inflation has come down substantially. But just a week before that, the Fed hiked short-term interest rates by three-quarters of a percent, and it's a battle against high prices. The CPI report is now changing what some economists believe the Fed will or should do next. But inflation is also a worldwide problem, and some doom-and-gloom economists are worried about the possibility of global hyperinflation. Let's take a look at a hedge fund warning and how real estate can protect you from this kind of uncertainty. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. First, the October CPI shows a lower-than-expected 0.4% increase in consumer prices. That brings the annual rate down from 8.2% in September to 7.7% in October. It's still too high, but as economist Andrew Hunter at Capital Economics said in a CNBC report, at least it's a move in the right direction. The report triggered a huge stock market rally right after the report came out, with the Dow closing up more than 1,000 points. There's also a lot of talk about how inflation is much lower than it appears because the inflation reports use lagging data. After the CPI report, Wharton professor Jeremy Siegel told CNBC that inflation is basically over, and the Fed is getting it wrong because it's not using up-to-date information, including data on the housing market. He says there's already a decline in both home and rent prices, and believes the Fed is not taking that into consideration. When asked when the Fed should have stopped implementing aggressive rate hikes, Siegel says, yesterday he says the fed still has time to take its foot off the break at the december meeting any decisions at that meeting will also be influenced by the next cpi report for november which will be released just ahead of that meeting meanwhile one of the world's largest hedge funds recently sent letters to clients warning them that the world could be on the verge of hyperinflation that's when the value of your money disappears rapidly And the cost of goods changes so quickly that stores want you to ask for the price. As reported by the Financial Times, the Florida-based Elio Fund says we are in an extremely challenging situation, and possibly the worst since World War II. Elio was founded by billionaire Paul Singer and manages more than $50 billion in assets. In the letter it sent to clients, the firm said that investors should not assume they've seen everything. Because they have experienced other financial crises, like the dot com bust or the 2008 financial crisis. It says that today's situation is the culmination of an extreme set of financial scenarios at the end of a long period of cheap money, and that hyperinflation is a very real possibility that could cause a global societal collapse and civil or international strife. There's no guarantee this will happen, but the hedge fund says that we're currently headed in that direction. ILIO suggests that the stock market will fall further, as much as 50% from the peak. According to the Financial Times, the hedge fund is currently up 6.4% this year, and has only lost money in two calendar years since its launch in 1977. Fund managers named a few of the bigger financial risks it sees in the road ahead. They include potential bank losses on bridge financing, potential markdowns on collateralized loan obligations, and losses from leveraged private equity. So how does U.S. inflation compare to other countries? The Consumer Price Index topped 9% in June, which is the highest it's been in 40 years, but it's fallen slightly since then to 8.5% in July and 8.2% in September. For comparison, let's take a look at a list of countries and their rates of inflation on the Trading Economics website. The September-October reading on inflation ranges from negative 2.5% in South Sudan to 269% in Zimbabwe. Only three countries have a negative reading, and most countries are in the single to lower double digits. But we already know that it doesn't take much of an increase to cause a lot of financial pain. In the U.S., inflation has subsided a bit from 9.1% in June to 8.2% in September. Our neighbor to the north in Canada, the inflation rate is 6.9%. To the south in Mexico, the inflation rate is 8.7%. The United Kingdom is battling an inflation rate of 10.1%, and in Italy, it's 11.9%. France and Spain are a bit lower at 6.2 and 7.3% respectively. Russian inflation is high at 13.7, but there are many countries experiencing an inflation rate of 20% or higher. And even some with triple digit inflation. In August, inflation hit 117% in Sudan and 139% in Syria. Last month, in October, Venezuela had an inflation rate of 156%. Lebanon is up to around 162%. And then there's Zimbabwe, which I previously mentioned, at 269%. Those are annual rates of inflation, so none of them meet the definition of hyperinflation. According to USNews.com, hyperinflation is a phenomenon in which the prices of goods and services in an economy rise uncontrollably in a short period. It's typically considered hyperinflation if prices rise by 50% or more in a month, which is an annualized inflation rate of at least 14,000%. Not all financial experts agree with the idea that hyperinflation will cause havoc around the world. The International Monetary Fund's Managing Director, Kristalina Georgieva, believes that U.S. inflation is reaching its peak, which sounds very dovish. She told Bloomberg, I'm not going to jump ahead of data, but it is very possible that we're peaking. She added, We now see central banks very unified on fighting inflation as a top priority, and rightly so. But the future is not certain. And it's wise to protect the value of your assets even if worldwide inflation doesn't manifest. I believe we can protect ourselves with income-producing residential real estate, because people will always need a place to live, and there's a huge shortage of homes in the U.S. Even if your portfolio values dip, the assets will not fade into nothing, the way currency can during periods of inflation. It's something you can count on, and history shows that property values typically recover, and appreciate, especially during inflationary times. It does cost more to buy property with a loan now, but even at 7%, it's much lower than it's been historically. According to an article in Mind, 7% still qualifies as a low rate. Back in October of 1981, the interest rate for a 30-year fixed-rate loan spiked to almost 19%. Mind Vice President Dennis Braun supports the idea of real estate as a hedge against inflation. He says, even in this crazy environment, property is still a relatively safe investment. In this article, he refers to single-family rental homes, which produce rental income along with tax write-offs for expenses and depreciation. Although some housing markets are seeing a home price correction, housing experts don't expect a dramatic downturn because housing demand is so strong. Mind's senior vice president of investment management, Don Gangula, says, Rental housing demand is going to continue, Some percentage of people are going to work out of their houses for some period of time. A lot of these people may not want to buy, so you're going to have a spillover from the apartment rental cohort who are looking for a home in the rental market. While it might be harder to find good investment opportunities, many experts believe they're there if you look for them. Well, you'll find links to the articles I mentioned in the show notes for this episode, and you can also find out more about how to find investment properties by joining Real Wealth at newsforinvestors.com. Just click on the Join for Free link for complete access to our market data, our experienced investment counselors, and our curated list of real estate professionals. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.